0: A man who spends hours in hardware stores, seeking through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Souchouet. Hello. Hey. The father of the teen gunman charged with killing 10 people at a Santa Fe, Texas high school says his son carried out the attack because he was bullied. Antonios Pagordas called his son a good boy who had been mistreated at school. By whom? This
1: is, uh, you can't
0: say. uh... I believe that's what, I believe that's what was behind the shooting. The elder Pagordas told the news outlet Monday, meaning the Wall Street Journal. Demetrius Pagordas is being held without bond at the Galveston County Jail after he entered Santa Fe High School with a 38 caliber handgun and a shotgun and opened fire. He said, another one bites the dust each time he killed someone, according to uh, witnesses. The elder Pregordis recalled leaving his native Greece for the United States at the age of 12. I only had the clothes I wore and an extra pair of boots, he said. This country treated us well. I worked hard and became a ship owner. I had three ships, which I sold, he said. He now owns a shipping repair company based in Houston. Hmm. The family attended church at St. John the Theologian Greek Orthodox Church in Webster, where Demetrius was involved in traditional Greek dancing, according to a member who remembered him as nice and polite. Hmm. The woman who did not want to give her name said she had seen Demetrius dancing on Mother's Day weekend at a Greek festival in Clear Lake City. The hell does this have to do anything? Yeah, are we trying to build some sympathy here? What he you looked like? happy and smiling, she told the Wall Street Journal. The same woman described his mother as friendly and beautiful. The local Greek community, a tight-knit group, is struggling to comprehend the tragedy. Uh, I am very upset, she told the Journal. I believed he was this wonderful young guy. Antonios Pagordis, the father, confirmed the guns were his in an interview with the Greek Antenna television station Saturday. I have guns. I am a hunter and had a farm which I rented in the 1980s, he said. The guns in my house are legal and declared. He described his son as the family's pillar in the interview. Hmm. He never got into a fight with anyone. I don't know what happened, he said. I hope God helps me and my family understand. We are all devastated. He would have been better if he shot me than all those kids, he said. Pagordas said in the Greek interview that his son is a victim, too. I've lost my son like those parents have lost theirs, he said. Okay. Not quite the same. Here's the problem. Here's the problem. And why it's important to establish the demarcation line when bullying crossed into murder. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because now, to this guy's way of thinking, just based on the quotes we have, to this guy's way of thinking, his son was justified in his actions because he was mistreated. Well, if if that's the new paradigm, we're really these kids in school are just screwed. If that's if that if that's going to be the new justification for killing people, I was bullied. We got no shot.
1: Right. Well, that's that's why I'm saying we can't just accept this as a a scapegoat. He was bullied.
0: The Santa Fe Independent School District did not respond to requests from the Wall Street Journal for comment on whether Demetrios Pagordas was bullied. On Saturday, it denied reports that he was bullied by high school coaches. Uh, Nicholas Pohl, a lawyer hired by the Pagordas family to represent their son, said Monday that the teen had been bullied but declined to go into specifics. I don't care if you're bullied. That's unfortunate.
1: But let's. But it always ends at that. Let's find out how or why or how serious the bullying was, and then maybe those kids that were bullying will realize, "Hey, dummy, don't bully." But it's always just a, an well, open-ended excuse. The the, the
0: the entire now the entire institutional effort to end bullying uh, is now elevated to a higher level because. Essentially what you're saying now, if you buy this BS, if this father is going to be allowed to get away with this utter BS, then then you are going to have to start instructing kids, look, you're, you're, you're bullying at your own risk, because if you bully somebody, they're going to shoot you. Is that is that what we've come to? And if so, I want to know how that happened. I want to know how we went from bullying was a pain in the ass and everybody went through it and you got over it. Right to bullying now results in the fathers of school shooters saying, hey, he was mistreated at school. That's what I blame this on. He was bullied. He was a great, wonderful kid. Okay, then the question is... Well, you're full of you're full of words I can't say, old right.
1: man. When, when did you learn this? Did you know this already? Was anything done about it? Did you have an interest in your son? I mean,
2: there's Ye- too many questions. Yesterday, Joe, you asked... You know, when did we get there and, and how many times is a situation like this thwarted by whether it's active residents, parents, um, faculty at the school, how many times is a shooter oh, been? Oh, yeah. And I had a conversation with someone off the air and basically that works in law enforcement. And basically what it amounts to is the accountability is just gone in this country and that that can be on parents that can be on school administrators that just let kids get away with a lot more now than they ever did before. It's it's a widespread problem that is really deep-rooted and is yeah, absolutely it's terrifying. The decline
0: of moral and ethical integrity. But you, to echo what I said yesterday, I'm not buying this BS. Don't tell me he was a kind, loving, polite guy. Because he was The pillar right. of your family. And you didn't see this? Well, then the hell you didn't. You saw something. You knew, you knew something was up. The trench coat alone. What the hell are you doing wearing a trench
1: coat? No high school kid has a trench coat. If they have one, that's a red flag to grab them by the scruff of the the neck and say, "Hey!" But
0: but the danger here, the danger here, is is the father uh, completely buying into the idea uh, that his uh, his son and now his family uh, they have been victimized too. Uh, you don't get to play that card. No, nope, you don't. You, you, you're, the pushback is no, no. You're not. You're not selling me that. You sell the Wall Street Journal all people. you want to do, but your kid's an American citizen, and uh, he shot up uh, ten people in a school and injured uh, countless others. Not countless. He injured what a dozen others, thirteen others, and uh, he wore a trench coat to uh, trench coat to school every day, according to his classmates, and. Uh, uh, he told the girl one of the girls he shot. According to her family, he told her two weeks before this he was going to kill her. Uh, something should have been done at that point. She should have gone immediately to the to the school office and reported right. something. I, I don't know, but don't don't give me this BS. Uh, Mr. Greek immigrant who came here with uh, nothing except your extra pair of boots and turned yourself into a success story. That's all well and good, but you blew it with this kid if you're telling me you didn't know anything. And, and you don't get to establish this new paradigm that, you know, my kid was mistreated. That's where I'm, I'm blaming that on this. Right, that's, I'm blaming that on this. That's, you well, that's cannot. It, it, no, no, you can't. You can't. Kids are kids. They're gonna. Have, they're always gonna rub each other the wrong way.
1: And uh, uh, follow that again. Follow that up with, how bullied was he? When was he bullied? Who cares Bye-bye. how bullied he was? No, but I'm saying you can't use that as an excuse and then just let it be
0: open ended. This is. Uh, they you- haven't
1: learned much over the years with their touchy feely way of teaching, have they?
0: No, oh, but when you factor in this apparently growing see see bullying is always one of the clichés that news gatherers go to mm-hmm. whenever this story unfortunately happens you're going to see whether it happened or not it will always be brought up was the student bullied right so so bullying has now been given the weight of apparently being a strong enough sin against the human spirit that it can result in murder and that's what i don't buy i'm not buying it Mm. No, but now uh, it so. But you add this to the decline in moral and ethical integrity. You, it it apparently is easy for some people to say, "Well, I, I I have no right to be bullied. I I that offends me. Therefore, I'm going to strike back." No, 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 grow the hell up! You're not. No, oh, just a minute. I'm-
1: if you're gonna, you know what? If you're gonna do something drastic, punch the bully in the face.
0: You might get your butt kicked. Well, we said that one time in terms of pushback. Yeah, don't take it. Punch, punch him right if in the face. If you're a bully, don't. If you're being bullied, don't take it. Right. That that's better than killing. Don't the sit bully. there and try to run to the crying closet or a safe
1: space. Punch him in the face. Do and something fight it. about it. Fight him.
0: Garage logic, 98, College of Self-Esteem, Zip, Nada, Nothing. Here's Joe Suchere. Kelly, go ahead. You know, when I was a kid,
3: my uh, little brother or sister get bullied, and I, I wouldn't just randomly beat someone up. I would find out who did it, and I'd beat them up, and they'd be left alone. Yep. And this kid, to have uh, this random act of violence, and then his father justifying it in a sense... Because, one, it's not its not really solving anything, in the least, to kill someone. Le- least of all, the people that are doing it aren't really the ones suffering, right? Right. Because it's just a random act of violence. Right. And it's a terrible thing that a parent is uh, justifying it on air.
0: Well, thank you. Is it Daryl? Yes. Go ahead.
4: Uh, well, I was just calling about the bullying thing, too. I was bullied myself in junior high, but... When I was in high school, we were able to take—you know we got over that. and got the school involved with that. But when I was in high school, a senior in high school, we used to have a gun. I have my gun in the trunk of my car, and on uh, lunch breaks or study hall, I'd go out and shoot golfers, drive around because we—I grew up in small town North Dakota, and we could go do that. I mean, nobody worried about somebody going and shooting up school. Then I mean, it, again, it comes back down to society and what we're teaching our kids. I mean. We had social studies. We had debate. I remember in 1980 when Reagan ran for president, we had debate in our eighth grade uh, history class about that. But now you can't talk about it because you might have sent a snowflake somewhere. So we got social studies, how to be more socialized. All right. Thank you. Socialism,
0: that type of stuff. All right. Thank you. John Cass of the Chicago Tribune had a piece today uh, echoing what we've heard many times. He and his brother used to bring their guns to school. Then they go into school. And, and check in, so they were counted as present. Then they would sneak out and go shoot pheasants. <laughs> but but a lot of guys of a certain age remember bringing their guns to school during hunting season. Yeah. Right. W- w- we crossed a line somewhere. This guy just said he grew up in North Dakota, had his gun in his car, was bullied. Never occurred to him to go out to his car and get the gun and shoot anybody. No. What happened? I, I, what I the bleep happened? Something was happened, the, what was the turning point, do you think? I want to know what the turning point was, bill hey, Joe. how's it going? Good uh,
3: I really love your show. Thanks. um the I just wondering on the on the bullying side of of how things have transpired. You mean i I graduated in eighty one and li- grew up in a small town, and there was bullying, but it wasn't a constant. You know, you saw the kids in school, but you didn't see them out of school, maybe. Um, And kids brought their guns to school. We never had any violent outbreaks of any type happen in school, let alone have any guns
0: in school. Okay, okay, what happened?
3: But my question is, well, that's what I'm wondering is, what's happened to, um, even when my kids were in school, uh, the amount of bullying, I just, there was a young man that was a friend of my son's, um, you know, he wore sweatpants and t-shirts cause you know, his parents didn't have much and so he didn't have the fashion clothes and he was bullied every day for what he wore and not by one person, but groups of kids, you know, you weren't in the class of kids, you know, kids and, can be cruel, right? But it's, it's, it's got to the point where I think as society gets every generation, the bullying just gets worse and it's more of a status thing and I, I just i think the amount of bullying that happened in 1950 to 1980 i think as times especially in the last 20 years has grown to a point i think it's out of control and i as a, as a child if you're bullied constantly every day by you know m- multiple people and told you're worthless and you know after a while you you know it's it's going to break you down and you remember that uh i don't know how long ago it was a month where that one guy went after the principal of a school that he had bullied him and used to shove his head in the toilet and so on. And so forth. I don't
0: remember that story.
3: Um, I think it was down in Texas anyhow. And, and, but where that guy and then the, the principal or superintendent or whatever it was said, you know, why I, I never did anything like that. But then there were accounts that came out. Of course he was, he just never owned up to it. Yeah. But I just, just, I think the, the the bully, the big guy, going to beat up the little guy bullying isn't what we're talking about. It's the mental anguish of yeah.
2: All right. All right. people. But, All
3: right. hey, I was wondering, could you get, um, is there somebody that you could get on that is? Um,
0: An expert on re- bullying?
3: Kind of. Well, <laughs> and you know, maybe a psychologist, somebody to talk about bullying. So maybe it can it, help educate it, people. Yeah,
0: what look yeah, for. yeah, yeah. Thank you. Uh, absolutely. If I knew who to talk to. You, you want to talk to somebody from the failed academy? My favorite story ever, still in Garage Logic, was yeah. the guy who called us, and he had saved up his paper route money. He took the bus from White Bear downtown St. Paul, mm. bought a new shotgun, mm-hmm. got back on the bus with his shotgun, went home. There was never a peep. <laughs> yes, never. <laughs> those a peep. are long gone. Oh, those days are really gone. I can't uh, tell who I'm doing. Who's two? Line two. Brian? Yes, sir. Go ahead.
4: Uh, I heard you asking about what happened. When did we cross whatever line? And somebody had mentioned, one of your earlier callers mentioned, uh, well, they get bullied at school, but they wouldn't see them all the time. But then social media comes along. I wonder if uh, if there's something to the constantly being able to pick at somebody while you're even not around them. You always have that contact to just, you know, drive them crazy. I
0: don't I mean, think that either. can be underestimated.
4: It's got to be. I mean, it seems like social media, when did it take off? 10, 15 years ago?
0: Uh, I got a cell phone in 2009.
4: Yeah, That's about 10 years yeah. ago, almost. And you're probably a couple of days behind the normal person getting a cell phone.
0: Yep, you're right.
4: Facebook and Twitter and all these things. That I mean, you, you started hearing about little girls. You know, I first them, I so
0: first so. heard about Twitter during the 2008 Republican National Convention that was held in the Twin Cities. That's mm-hmm. when I was exposed or introduced to Twitter. That's ten years ago, mm-hmm. and, and well, I, I remember exactly asking. I it yeah, might
4: really have something to do with uh, the the constant nagging? Did not even be able to escape the uh, what people say
0: about you. Idiot! Right? See it, you right. Thank you. I don't know. Yeah, uh, I should say I got a smartphone in two thousand
1: nine. Yeah, I remember that.
0: Prior to that, I had the for a couple of years. I probably had a flip phone or some, whatever those things were. Oh yeah, right. That, but, did, that didn't have the big clown. Button. But I think the iPhone is about circa two thousand nine. Yeah, uh, yes. I remember when you got it. Why do you remember when? Well,
1: because you you talked about it on the, I mean, it was a big topic of discussion on the air about technology. Tim? Yes.
0: Go ahead.
3: Hi, uh, Joe. I think our biggest problem where we went wrong is with one word. It's called parenting, or better yet, lack of parenting. Mm -hmm. I know when I grew up in the 70s and 80s, my mom and dad knew exactly where I was
4: and what I was doing
3: and what kind of friends I had. And what what I was doing socially, and what I was doing outside, having fun. I think I think it's boiled down to what that word is: parenting or lack of it. All
0: right, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, we'll be back shortly. But now, thanks to our good friends in Owatonna, Minnesota, at Federated Insurance, where it's their business to protect your business and nobody does that better than federated it's bruce vale from the wall street journal in your money now
5: and just a little fyi we are uh, just a little more than a month away from the 11th anniversary of the iphone so the 11th be, okay yeah, 2007 so
0: i was two uh, i was two years late to get one
5: well, I'm still without one, so right. I, don't, I don't miss it. Uh, we are looking at a mixed day in the market. It looks like we're going to close mostly lower today. Right now, the Dow Jones Industrial Average is down 110 points. That doesn't look likely to change in the next 30 minutes. The NASDAQ Composite is holding on to a four-point gain, and the S&P 500, which was positive a while ago, is now down a point. Walmart again sits on top of the Fortune 500 list of the companies with the highest annual revenue, with over $500 billion in sales, Walmart is number one for the sixth year in a row. ExxonMobil is second, followed by Berkshire Hathaway, Apple, and then Minnetonka based United Health Group is fifth. It's safe to eat romaine lettuce again. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention has been warning people not to eat romaine due to an E. coli outbreak that has sickened 172 people in 32 states, including Minnesota. The FDA said the contaminated lettuce was grown in Yuma, Arizona, and the agency says the last date of harvest there was April 16th. So it's now unlikely that any romaine lettuce from the Yuma growing region is still available in stores or restaurants due to its Twenty one day shelf life. I'm Bruce Vail with your money now on fifteen hundred ESPN.
1: All right, thanks, big guy. We'll talk to you in one hour for your second of your Tuesday reports. Meanwhile, hey GLers, time right now to check out our website, fifteen hundred ESPN dot com. We've got something going on this weekend, and it is the Town Ball Classic at Target Field. Ten bucks for three games and so much dot com.
4: Commencing
0: garage logic segment number eight. We lost Charles, didn't we? Yes. Yeah. John, as is our custom. <laughs> Tom, go ahead quickly, please. How are you doing, Joe? Good.
4: Yeah. I don't know what all of it is, but I think a lot of it has got to do with mom went to work and the kids went to daycare. I mean, I don't know about you. When I was a kid, one of the biggest fears I had was my mother saying, wait till your father gets home.
0: You yeah, know? So, yeah. All right. So. Thank you. Here's John Height. Thanks, Joe. My, Park. my kids go to daycare.
2: My
6: wife works. Yeah. My mom oh. works.
0: I don't know.
6: It's partly sunny. It's 73 oh. degrees. Minnesota Wild introduced their new general manager, Paul Fenton, today. Fenton told reporters the team has a lot. Going for it,
2: Mm. it does Uh -uh. starting with certainly. You always have to make tweaks and changes to to rosters. And, uh, you know, to come here to a team that has been in the playoffs six times, it obviously doesn't need to be overhauled. This is you have a lot of really good veteran pieces, young guys coming. And I'm looking forward to just trying to put some finishing touches to help us win.
0: No, you, 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 you you got to get something going here. <laughs> well, they did have a 100 and some points.
6: Big deal. Fenton says the goal starting right now is to win the Stanley Cup. Twins Tigers again tonight from Target Field. Lance Lynn goes for the Twins. Lefty Matthew Boyd, he's been pretty good for the Tigers. He pitches for Detroit. Boy, that is a bad baseball team. Detroit. I mean, I want to get excited about Barrios' start
2: last night and everything when I mean, he did pitch well. But boy, Detroit is not a good club. That, you know, Rosario
0: redeemed himself last night. That was a very heads-up base running. Well, an extraordinary game, yeah. but he damn near killed himself in Buxton. What do you mean? Was it Rosario playing left field? Yeah. yeah. Well, he took a ball that should have been Buxton, oh, and they I almost see. collided.
2: I thought you were talking about the catch he made at the no, end of the game. No,
0: no, no. before that. Uh,
2: yeah.
6: yeah.
0: There was- well, Eddie isn't um, troubled by thought sometimes, okay. All right. but he is a good baseball player. And the next time one was hit towards Buxton, you could hear him in Bloomington saying, "It's mine!" It's yeah, mine. Eddie, Eddie, I got <laughs> yeah, this hey, one. Get away.
6: <laughs> uh, the team, the Twins, uh, has designated uh, Phil Hughes. Assignment. They still owe Phil $22 million. They'll eat that money if nobody claims him. Unlikely anybody will claim him. But take his spot on the roster. They've brought up outfielder Ryan Lamar back up from Rochester. News notes from today. Police are looking for the suspect or suspects who fatally shot a man in North Minneapolis overnight. It happened around midnight on the 3400 block of Newton Avenue North. According to authorities, John Elder, public information officer with the police department, said we got the spot shotter while we were en route and someone called saying there was someone down in the alley. When officers got there, they found a man in the alley mentioned. Efforts to revive the man were unsuccessful. He was pronounced dead at the scene. Authorities said they will return to the neighborhood most of the day today to continue conducting an investigation. As of now, no suspects. Anyone with information is asked to call Crime Stoppers or the Minneapolis Police Department. According to the Dakota County Sheriff's Office, a suspicious luring report called in about a man trying to lure a 10-year-old girl into his truck yesterday. Patrol deputies said the incident happened around 4 in the afternoon at the intersection of Bering Avenue and 225 Street West in Castle Rock Township, south of Farmington. There, the report said an approximately 60-year-old white male in a black pickup truck approached a 10-year-old girl and offered her $100 in candy if she would get into his truck to help find his lost puppy. No further updates. Oh the Dakota God. County Sheriff's Office is asking the public for help in identifying the person. People are advised to call 911. What, what did the
0: girl do? How did she behave?
6: Uh, she did not enter the I truck. I mean, she, she split? Yes. She, she left the She seat. was on a bike. She followed said, right? procedure. All right. Yeah. yeah. She followed procedure.
2: I have a lot of family that lives in the Castle Rock Township area. That's frightening. Do they what
1: have you, a black you pickup truck?
2: Oh,
6: God, I hope right.
1: not. Right. Now, what are you claiming?
6: An intense manhunt involving aircraft and trained dogs came to an end this morning after a female police officer was killed in a Baltimore suburb and four teenage suspects who were involved in burglaries in the area were arrested in connection with the slaying. The nearly four-year veteran of the force, identified by authorities as Amy Caprio, was responding to a suspicious vehicle call in the community of Perry Hall when Baltimore County Police Captain Sean Vincent said she encountered suspects and was critically injured. Baltimore County Police and Fire announced on Twitter all four of the suspects were teenage males. One of the teenagers, identified by authorities as Donta Anthony Harris from Baltimore, he admitted in court documents he drove at the officer when she told him to get out of the vehicle, while three others burglarized a home. Harris has been charged as an adult with first-degree murder is being held at the Baltimore County Department of Corrections. The 16-year-old appeared before a judge where prosecutors said he is on house arrest with an ankle bracelet, an officer was killed mm. with the summer travel season fast approaching, gas prices are on the rise. Uh, they're getting higher here, you probably noticed, but that's nothing like Manhattan. Regular gas has hit five bucks a gallon <laughs> at at least one station in Ooh. Manhattan. A mobile station on 11th Avenue in Hell's Kitchen raised its prices to 499 a gallon, well above the current average for the five borough bor- boroughs. Uh, AAA says the average in New York City is 318 a gallon. Across the river in New Jersey, the statewide average, $3. triple says nationally, the average for regular gas is two ninety three, up $0.12 cents the past two weeks. One New York couple is hoping the long arm of the law can help them nudge an unwanted housemate into moving out. That guest who's been in their house for eight years, it's their 30-year-old son. You doesn't mm-hmm. want to
0: leave, huh, yeah. John?
6: Doesn't want to leave, and apparently they can't kick him out. Mark and Christina Rotondo who live in Camillus, New York, started leaving notes for their son, Michael, in February. A note dated February 2nd said, After a discussion with your mother, we've decided you must leave this house immediately. You have 14 days to vacate. You will not be allowed to return. A February 13th note read, You are hereby evicted. You have heretofore been our guest. There's no lease or agreement that gives you any right to stay here without our consent. Do they have somebody come by with the fake sheriff outfit to serve them the papers? <laughs> Uh, no. But if it gets to the point where he's thirty,
1: <laughs> right?
6: And that's, playing, that's on still you. Still playing
1: Doctor Mario right. in the
6: basement. That's on you, my dad. I'm sorry. A uh, note uh, offered later. This is the third note now. Uh, offered Michael $1,100 in cash. Okay, that's the problem. As an incentive, why are they to only move. communicating by note? Well, I was wondering that myself. Did they draw
1: the white line down the
6: uh, middle of the basement? That third note offered the money, also encouraged him to get a job. The note said, "There are jobs available, even for those with a poor work history like you. Get one. You have to work." That offer seems to have gone unheeded, as the couple has since filed a petition with the state supreme court to remove their son from their house. Wow. For his part, Michael contends his parents aren't giving him enough time to leave. He's asking the court he had to thirty dis- years. Right. Right. <laughs> asking the court to dismiss the complaint. Two national advocacy groups are teaming up to lodge sexual harassment complaints against McDonald's on behalf of 10 women who have worked at the fast food restaurant in nine different cities. The workers, one of them a 15-year-old from St. Louis, alleged groping, propositions for sex, indecent exposure, and lewd comments by supervisors. According to their complaints, when the woman reported the harassment, they were ignored or mocked and in some cases suffered retaliation. Legal effort was organized by Fight for 15, which campaigns to raise pay for low-wage workers. Legal costs are being covered by the Time's Up Legal Defense Fund, which was launched in January by the National Women's Law Center to provide attorneys for women who can't afford to bring cases on their own. The complaints filed with the U.S. Equal Employment Opportunity Commission were announced today, two days ahead of the company's annual shareholder meeting in Oakbrook, Illinois. Responding to the claims, McDonald's spokeswoman Terry Hickey said there is no place for harassment or discrimination of any kind in the McDonald's workplace. A Japanese company is making it easier for the phone addicted to build muscle with a 22-pound iPhone case. I saw this. <laughs> Telecom giant software just dummies. <laughs> wow, telecom giant SoftBank announced the 22-pound dumbbell case, billed as the world's heaviest for the iPhone. Hello, hello, hello. Is, hello. <laughs> is now for sale at its website for about 100. dollars But here's the problem: it's a ripoff. Those that are interested in
2: a healthy and you know a healthier lifestyle, they aren't going to buy this.
6: So who are they trying to market this to? The people who think this will make them healthy. My God. The case is composed of a standard dumbbell with a permanently affixed phone case designed to face the user at a 25-degree angle, which Softcom said is ideal for watching movies while pumping iron. Sure. Company website shows... (laughs) (laughs)
0: shows (laughs) Watching
6: a little movie here while I'm... (laughs) pumping some iron. No. Company website shows <laughs> cases In the also privacy of my own home. Usable as a tabletop iPhone stand, Get a doorstop, and a tool for doing now yourself. Now that I'm 30
1: and still living in my mom's
6: <laughs> basement.
0: Wow. You'll learn more here by accident than elsewhere by design. Here's Joe Sucherey.
7: Here's Dave Dahl. Thank you, Joe. We're up to 73 degrees, heading for a high of 78. We have uh, kind of a mix of clouds and sun still out there, but the sunshine should gradually increase as we go through the latter part of the afternoon. Down to 60 tonight, there are some thunderstorms possible toward morning. There's a warm front that's going to uh, move northward. It should enter southwestern Minnesota around midnight and then move our way. And by between 4 and 7 a.m., some isolated or scattered thunderstorms along that front could pop up. Tomorrow, just those morning thunderstorms, then warm and humid in the afternoon, 82 for the high, up to 85 on Thursday. Some more scattered late-day or nighttime thunderstorms possible. Friday, same story, uh, early morning and late-day or nighttime thunderstorms, 86 for the high. Then it climbs up to 88 Saturday, 90 on Sunday, up to 91 for Memorial Day. Some more isolated thunderstorms pop up by Tuesday of next week. Going for a high today up to about 78, Joe. Right now we're at 73, and I have the records for the day. Okay, just a moment. Tell me more about the thunderstorms tomorrow morning. A very no, slim no, chance. I, oh, oh, I thought yeah. it was a certainty. Uh, no. Oh. you have some diversity
2: planning? Yeah. Ah, oh, nice. <laughs> Another
1: mayoral
0: Wednesday. I love that. Right. Uh, we are.
1: <laughs> we stand at one right now. No,
0: I'm doing the show.
7: Oh. Okay. No, I want I want to know what the morning was like. You want yeah. to
0: know if there was going to be
1: thunder. May 22nd. Yep.
7: Um, on the state 99. 99. The year of the Tri-State Tornado and that was 1925. 1925. 32. 32 and 1917.
0: 1917. Thank you. Thank you, Joe. Don't tell me he's keeping track of these Wednesdays. Uh
1: we have a, a mayoral Wednesdays <laughs> and we uh We are at one. one right
0: now. Four yeah. left. <laughs> we have one. I have a question. Yes. Kendrick Lamar. All right. Mm-hmm. It's all over the interwebs that he invited a white woman uh, up on stage as he was performing. Right. Uh, she identified herself only as Delaney. Right. One word. That's probably in the no-go zone
1: yeah you're you're flirting with danger right there
0: <laughs> uh, he was singing at the hangout festival in Alabama and it was uh, he was singing Mad City MAad but Kendrick stopped after she repeatedly used the n-word oh even though that's heard multiple times in the song you with me so far yes. As the crowd reacted angrily, Kendrick told her, you got to bleep one single word. She appeared not to realize why she had been stopped and asked, am I not cool enough for you, bro? Yeah. She's definitely in the no-go zone. Am I black enough for you? The crowd in Gulf Shores, Alabama, started booing on hearing the woman sing the racial slur. She apologized, saying, oh, I'm sorry, did I do that? Kendrick then asked the audience if she should be given another try. And despite many shouting no, Kendrick allowed her a second run at the song. Okay, baby dog, you have to stay in your lane. Every person can say what they want. There's freedom of speech, but you have a responsibility. South London grime artist Yizzy Uh, told the BBC. Delaney and now Yizzy. Yeah. Okay. If you use the word and you're not of any black heritage in this modern day world, be prepared to face a backlash. Right. Journalist and blogger Jessica Noah Morley adds, if you don't want people to sing an offensive word, it should not be sung or included in the song in the first place. Well, I think I'm with her. The Pulitzer Prize winning Kendrick Lamar uses the N-word in his music. Mm -hmm. So was he entrapping this woman? Was he trying to humiliate her? Uh, I think if you're singing the song, if you just
1: were up and say, hey, what's up, guy? Uh, that's
0: a big time no-no. We, myself included, have to be careful about being hypocritical and implementing a double standard when it comes to race relations. The N-word is and always will be offensive, no matter who says it. Well, apparently, it's not though. If Kendrick Lamar says it, it's not in offensive. a song,
1: or says it to another African American. Is that am I? Do I understand that correctly? She, but but she couldn't even sing the song that had those lyrics in it.
0: Apparently not. Uh, somebody else he brought on stage uh, didn't you sing that word. Oh, they
1: edited it out.
0: And they got they got applauded.
1: Uh, so it's kind of a little game.
0: Uh, the reaction to the response from Kendrick and the crowd has been mixed. Some people said that expecting Delaney not to sing Kendrick's own lyrics back to him was unfair. Uh, and then you got all this. You know what news stories have taken to do is printing screenshots of people's tweets. Yes. I, you I, see a I, lot of that. I yeah. learned nothing from the great unwashed tweeting. I learned nothing. Right. They don't follow, you know, procedure. they write right.
1: Uh, newspaper codes.
0: Versace Stoner is the name of this tweeter. Okay. Kendrick Lamar stops his concert because the girl that he brought on stage to sing his song says all the lyrics, and because she's white, she's not supposed to say the N-word that's in the song. Kendrick can take the L for that. I don't know what that means. The loss? I guess. Don't use the word if you don't want your fans saying it. You are fans. You're fans. I'm confused by this Kendrick Lamar video. The guy says the N-word over and over in the majority of his songs, calls a fan on stage to rap along to one of them, and then because she's white, because she's white, expects her to self-censor. I think he. I think he was trying to humiliate. Uh, that's asking a lot. I'm sorry. Uh, that's
1: again, if it's conversational, where she just blurts that out and says, "Hey, what's up? Uh, uh, you am I not cool that. enough for you, bro? You can't do that.
0: Am I black enough for ya? So there's if you're ten hot and zero crazy, that's a unicorn, right? Wait, ten, ten hot.
1: Yes. Yeah, that, that does doesn't exist. That doesn't, happen. Happen. That that's doesn't exist. That's, that's, a that's a leprechaun. No of gold. Gold. That's no goal. That's just.
0: It's not around. Yeah. But if you're Delaney and you go up on stage with Lamar Kendrick and you sing the N word, I'm I'm saying you got a fighting chance to be in the no go zone.
1: Or just because you sing the lyrics, maybe that maybe that lessens her but brings her closer to the the real zone. Cause she she went out there and just sang the lyrics.
0: Well, this wouldn't have been a story had had Lamar Kendrick brought a black woman on stage and she said the n word. Okay, so apparently she, that's okay.
1: If the sister gets up there, she's okay with just singing the lyrics. I and, guess.
0: Okay, I guess. I. But the the
1: the white gal that went up on stage has got to stay in her lane.
0: Well, it, but she's probably such a rap fan. She was well, prob- there. Yeah. She probably thought it would be okay but you're in Alabama that's another uh, that that's a, that's alarming to be that you're that Kendrick Lamar would perform in Alabama and get away with this what does he think people are going to do
1: i don't know now that it's i don't know that it's really in the news i mean i guess it's in the news but it's not it was Earth's all over the, it was all
0: over the interlinks yeah yeah. I just wanted to ask you, I, I just, it, just write clean lyrics and then you don't have to worry well, about it. Well then it, it okay? wouldn't be rap. It you know, wouldn't I'm be singing.
1: rap. Yo, I'm singing in the rain, that's what
0: I'm doing. Yeah, I don't think that's gonna happen. The
1: crowd hears the N-word and they start booing.
7: Bullying is a vital part of every ecosystem. It teaches kids resilience. The world is a rough place. You gotta learn to stay away from people like my son. How do you think Steve Jobs turned out so great? bullies. And I guarantee Junior here will be getting the hottest chicks when he's 30 because he got bullied today. Some people go by
5: there and
2: there's great big bubbles.
1: That is, of course, uh, William Macy and his character as Frank on the
0: uh, Netflix, um, what's the name of that series?
1: It escapes me right now.
0: I guess the Miss USA contest was another display of uh, ridiculous answers by the contestants, including one from our own Miss South Dakota. Uh Uh-oh. Madison Knipe. Okay. The question was, why did one-third of women neglect the right to vote in the presidential election? And she said, women are perfectly capable of expressing how you feel. We need to get out there as women and show the world. Uh, you didn't answer the question. Right? Didn't uh, didn't answer the question. Name of that series is Shameless, by the way. Question. Yep. What can be done to protect women on college campuses against sexual assault? Miss Florida Genesis Davila said, "College campuses should have different groups and activities where women can self defend themselves." I have no idea what that means. <laughs>
1: I'm glad I missed it.
0: I'm really glad I missed it and watched hockey. 1500 ESPN is KSTP. St. Paul, Minneapolis, it's 73 Sportsnet.